Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golson. We are continuing our series. We like series. Serieses? Serieses? Series that sounds so serious. <laughs> serious. Uh, oh, dear. We're continuing our, I was going to say our sermon series, but it's not a sermon it series. It's not a sermon it's series. It's a series on listening to sermons. Which, uh, ironically, you thought about while listening to a sermon. <laughs> I love that. That is just fun. To help us uh, prepare to hear a sermon and now uh, what goes on in the brain during the sermon, and I mean my brain, uh, you know, what should I be listening for? What should I do during the sermon? Or maybe what should I not be doing is the better question. <laughs> pastor Philip Hoppe, he's pastor at Peace Lutheran Church in Finlayson, Minnesota, and St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Bruno, Minnesota. And I I failed to neglect last week uh, the uh, one of the, the brains behind living livingplanted.com. Uh, real briefly, Pastor Hoppy, tell us a little bit about livingplanted.com. Yeah, livingplanted.com is a project of mine and uh, also fellow pastor friend Dan Galshoot, uh trying to produce super easy use super easy to use, I should say, resources uh, for families to use for training up uh, their children and themselves in the faith actually in the home. So not uh, just getting people to church, uh, but also getting people while they're in the home into the Word. And so that's what we're working on there. And we talked about that a little bit last week in preparation for a sermon is hearing the word, studying the word, reading the word at home so that uh, when we hear the word and receive those gifts in the services on Sunday, uh, it's not a big surprise or a shock. Uh, Our hearts and minds are prepared and ready to receive those good gifts. Uh, Thanks be to God. So this week, it's about what's going on during the sermon. What do I do during the sermon? Or perhaps it's what do I, what should I not do during the sermon? What happens? Let's start with that. What happens in a sermon, Pastor Hoppy? Well, I mean, in general, I'd say, you know, what what is kind of the task of the sermon, right, is to take that text, that word of Scripture uh, that's either assigned uh, or chosen for uh, the day, uh, and we're applying it to uh, the hearers that are there. That's sort of the task that the, the parent that the parents, sorry, uh, back on Living Planted, uh, the uh, pastors are uh, doing uh, there from the pulpit. Um, you know, it's a, it's a word that comes from the outside, right? It comes ultimately from God and immediately through uh, that pastor who he has sent to you. But it is a word that's meant to get uh, inside of you, into your heart and your mind and your, your spirit. Uh, and so, you know, that's kind of the overall task that's going on is that this word of Scripture uh, is now specifically sort of being aimed right at you. Uh, this is, you know, Luther used to talk about so much how the gospel, right, is for you language always. And it's really true of all of the Scripture, even the law, right, uh, comes at you uh, directly as well. Uh, it's all meant for you, and the sermon is probably that place where we sense that the most hopefully that right this word that we just read over uh, a few minutes ago is now uh, going to be applied to me and my life Uh, and and so you know I would say in general right what are we doing well uh, we want to (laughs) listen and again 
that you know sounds like duh, but uh, it's often much harder to do uh, than uh, we would like it to be. We want to ponder a little bit, right? Again, um, you know, it's it's kind of hard to ponder as the pastor continues on, but at least in brief <laughs> bits, right? Uh, kind of trying to think a little bit about what's being said. Um, and th- the other piece of advice I have, and, and I know I've talked to other pastors that'll kind of really encourage their people to be sort of uh, really looking for a lot of certain things in the sermon and things like that. And I, I'm more on the other side of that where I say at the time, don't overanalyze the sermon. <laughs> don't uh, try to, you know, uh, get a Venn uh, sentence diagram written down about exactly <laughs> everything that was said, right? And and no, you probably don't need to assign a grade to it either, you know, you know, is this a B minus, you know, passable sermon or is this <laughs> that? Um, really focus on receiving the word in the moment, right? I'll talk, uh, I think it's in our next session, a little bit about after the sermon. I think we can do some more of that work of thinking about what all was there and things. But at the time, really, I, I think if we listen and focus on receiving, we're going to have to put all our energy in just to get that task done well. <laughs> that would be great to walk up to your pastor in the in the greeting line. B and, plus. Yeah, give him a report card, <laughs> some notes, check some plus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, that's why I always keep a trash can really close by. No, I'm just kidding. Oh boy, no, your secrets. Uh, so yeah. uh, we talk about um, the ear as the organ of faith, and and we understand that the word is is one of the means of grace. Um, what what does God do in His word, um, and of course during the sermon? Yeah, I thought um, I might read here again or just quote uh, a part of the the large catechism. Uh, Luther writes there, he says, At whatever time God's word is taught, preached, heard, read, or pondered, there the person, the day, and the work are sanctified by it, not on account of the external work, in other words, not just because we're doing it, but on account of the word which makes us all saints. Uh, as we're recording this in the month of November, right, we start out the month of November with this All Saints Day celebration. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, ultimately, what does God's word do in us? It makes us saints, right? And it, it does that in three ways, primarily, right? It exposes our sins first and foremost, and this generally is probably not our favorite uh, part of what a sermon can do, (laughs) but that's certainly the first step in making us holy is to first reveal to us that we are not holy, right? That we've fallen short of the glory of God. And then secondarily, right, that recognition and the word itself then leads us to Christ where we receive forgiveness of sins uh, and where our unholiness is removed from us right as far as the east is from the west uh, then finally right he gives us then this new life uh, as he imparts to us again the gift of his spirit uh, and he gives us this new life then uh, that we get to live out every day uh, shaped by his word and his ways. But I thought that quote from the large catechism, you know, if if you wanted to put it real succinctly, what is God's word doing? It's it's making us holy, not here in the sense of just, you know, changing our 
deeds from unholy to holy, but in the sense of revealing overall our unholiness in order that we might be led to the Holy One and then be given a holy life uh, by the Spirit to live out each day. So in the Word, in the sermon, uh, God can be um, showing me my sin uh, by the law. He can uh, show me my sin uh, that I might repent and turn from my sin. Absolutely. Yeah, I think God, I mean, this is the amazing part about what God accomplishes through his word is that when the pastor preaches the word, he has really no idea everything that God is going mm-hmm. to accomplish through that word preached, right? He he may have one person in the pew uh, that will be uh, convicted of a very particular sin in their life that the pastor knows not of, uh, but the word that proceeds from his mouth uh, precisely because it's ultimately a word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord will convict that one. And you might have another uh, lady in another pew that has just been struggling with her conscience over something she's done, and God's going to specifically bring her comfort in regards to that specific matter. And again, the pastor is often unaware of all of this, but blessedly, God, however he does it, right, praise be to him, he can take one word that's preached to a group of people and do individual things uh, with individual people. What about those times when I am clueless? Like I'm listening to a sermon and I have no idea what is going on. Um, everyone else seems to get it, but I have no idea what's going on in the sermon. Totally clueless. Is God still working in that? Absolutely. Here's, I mean, I always think, you know, the, the key here is to remember yours is uh, to listen and to receive, right? His is to do all of this work in us he wants to accomplish. And again, it often is not uh, just that, you know, in one uh, moment there, all of that work is going to be accomplished. I think sometimes we we kind of forget this. We as I've often said we as Lutherans tend to want to do everything every time in every way. You know, mm-hmm. we we think in a 10-minute sermon uh, we should preach the whole counsel of God, right, and uh, be able to get everything accomplished. And again, we, we do as Lutherans want to work through uh, the basics of exposing our sin, which we often, you know, kind of shorthand call the law, right, and then revealing our Savior. We should do that in every sermon. But we have to remember that God works on people uh, not just over the course of one sermon, but uh, over uh, weeks together. And again, combining that, especially if we're in the Word uh, during the week as well, that he's He's working on us constantly. And, and so even if the moment you're not quite sure what it is or what happened to you in it, right, uh, <laughs> trust that the Word of the Lord is, is working, and, and you just uh, need to continue to hold that Word sacred and gladly hear and learn it. So then what is, uh, what is the aim or the goal of a sermon? Well, ultimately, as I just said, right, I think the ultimate aim, right, is to lead us away from sin uh, and to lead us uh, to Jesus and the life he gives. And so, as I said, right, Lutherans often talk about this uh, as uh, the purposes of law and gospel. Um, And, uh, you know, this is precisely 
what in the end the sermon should do if it's in line with what the Word of God does. You know, this is not something we came up with of what should the goal of a sermon be. This is what we see the very Word of God, uh, both the written Word and then the incarnate Word Jesus doing when he's around uh, as well. And so, uh, yeah, we, we should look overall for the sermon to be doing that work, to expose our sin, uh, and then to lead us back to our precious Savior Jesus and his forgiveness uh, and then show us right that life uh, that he gives that is lived out both now and eternally with him thanks be to god we are all out of time today pastor happy but we have more to talk about in our series on listening to a sermon pastor happy is a pastor of peace lutheran church finlayson minnesota and saint paul's lutheran church in bruno minnesota thanks so much for joining us on the coffee hour glad to be with you Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.